Part six of Shakespeare's Sonnets. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elizabeth Clett. The Sonnets by William Shakespeare. Part six. Sonnets fifty one to sixty. Fifty one. Thus can my love excuse the slow offence of my dull bearer when from thee I speed. From where thou art, why should I haste me thence? Till I return, of posting is no need. Oh, what excuse will my poor beast then find, when swift extremity can seem but slow? Then should I spur, though mounted on the wind, in winged speed no motion shall I know. Then can no horse with my desire keep pace. Therefore desire of perfectest love being made, Shall nay, no dull flesh in his fiery race. But love for love thus shall excuse my jade. Since from thee going he went wilful slow, Towards thee I'll run, and give him leave to go. 52. So am I as the rich, whose blessed key can bring him to his sweet uplocked treasure, the which he will not every hour survey, for blunting the fine point of seldom pleasure. Therefore are feasts so solemn and so rare, since seldom coming in that long year set, like stones of worth they thinly placed are, or captain jewels in the carcanet. So is the time that keeps you as my chest, or as the wardrobe which the robe doth hide, to make some special instant special blessed, by new unfolding his imprisoned pride. Blessed are you whose worthiness gives scope, being had no triumph, being lacked to hope. 53. What is your substance? Whereof are you made? that millions of strange shadows on you tend. Since every one, hath every one, one shade, and you but one, can every shadow lend. Describe Adonis, and the counterfeit is poorly imitated after you. On Helen's cheek all art of beauty set, and you in Grecian tires are painted new. Speak of the spring, and foison of the year, the one doth shadow of your beauty show, the other as your bounty doth appear. And you in every blessed shape we know. In all external grace you have some part, but you like none, none you for constant heart. 54. Oh, how much more doth beauty beauteous seem, by that sweet ornament which truth doth give, the rose looks fair, but fairer we it deem for that sweet odour which doth in it live. The canker blooms have full as deep a dye as the perfumed tincture of the roses. Hang on such thorns, and play as wantonly when summer's breath their masked buds discloses. But they for their virtue only is their show. They live unwooed, and unrespected fade, die to themselves. Sweet roses do not so, 
of their sweet deaths are sweetest odours made. And so of you, beauteous and lovely youth, when that shall vade by verse distills your truth. 55. Not marble, nor the gilded monuments of princes shall outlive this powerful rhyme. But you shall shine more bright in these contents, than unswept stone besmeared with sluttish time. When wasteful war shall statues overturn, and broils root out the work of masonry, nor Mars his sword, nor war's quick fire shall burn the living record of your memory. Gainst death and all oblivious enmity shall you pace forth. Your praise shall still find room, even in the eyes of all posterity, that wear this world out to the ending doom. So, till the judgment that yourself arise, you live in this, and dwell in lovers' eyes. 56. Sweet love, renew thy force. Be it not said thy edge should blunter be than appetite, which but to-day by feeding is allayed, to-morrow sharpened in his former might. So, love, be thou, although to-day thou fill thy hungry eyes, even till they wink with fullness. To-morrow see again, and do not kill the spirit of love with perpetual dullness. Let this sad interim like the ocean be which parts the shore, where two contracted new come daily to the banks, that when they see return of love more blessed may be the view, or call it winter, which being full of care makes summer's welcome, thrice more wished, more rare. 57. Being your slave, what should I do but tend upon the hours and times of your desire? I have no precious time at all to spend, nor services to do, till you require. Nor dare I chide the world without end hour, whilst I, my sovereign, watch the clock for you, nor think the bitterness of absence sour when you have bid your servant once adieu. Nor dare I question with my jealous thought where you may be, or your affairs suppose. But, like a sad slave, stay and think of naught save where you are, how happy you make those. So true a fool is love, that in your will, though you do anything, he thinks no ill. 58. That God forbid that made me first your slave, I should in thought control your times of pleasure, or at your hand the account of hours to crave, being your vassal, bound to stay your leisure. Oh, let me suffer being at your beck, the imprisoned absence of your liberty, and patience, tame to sufferance, bide each check, without accusing you of injury. Be where you list, your charter is so strong, that you yourself may privilege your time to what you will. To you it doth belong, yourself to pardon of self-doting crime. I am to wait, though waiting so be hell. Not blame your pleasure, be it ill or well. 59. 
If there be nothing new, but that which is hath been before, how are our brains beguiled, which labouring for invention bear amiss the second burden of a former child? Oh, that record could with a backward look, even of five hundred courses of the sun, show me your image in some antique book, since mind at first in character was done, that I might see what the old world could say to this composed wonder of your frame. Whether we are mended, or where better they, or whether revolution be the same. O oh, sure I am the wits of former days, to subjects worse have given admiring praise. 60. Like as the waves make towards the pebbled shore, so do our minutes hasten to their end. Each changing place with that which goes before, in sequent toil all forwards do contend. Nativity, once in the main of light, crawls to maturity, wherewith being crowned, crooked eclipses gainst his glory fight, and time that gave doth now his gift confound. Time doth transfix the flourish set on youth, and delves the parallels in beauty's brow feeds on the rarities of nature's truth, and nothing stands but for his scythe to mow. And yet to times in hope my verse shall stand, praising thy worth, despite his cruel hand. End of Part Six